Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. There's plenty of time left for you procrastinators out there. Retail to the bitter end, if you must. We'll tell you more about that. Wall Street goes to the movies, or maybe vice versa. I don't know. And banks go to Amish country on the broadcast today. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is a nonprofit listener supported service. To keep our coverage strong and relevant, please make a tax deductible gift to Marketplace today. Your gift in any amount helps us keep you up to date and well informed wherever you are. Donate at marketplace.org by December 31st. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. This is the Marketplace Podcast for December the 24th, Tuesday. Great as always to have you with us. And for those of us who haven't finished our Christmas shopping yet, yours truly included, there's still a good 12 hours or more until the rubber meets the road. And Retail America is here to help us out eagerly, I might add. Toys R Us has kept some of its stores open 24 hours a day since Saturday. The flagship store in Times Square has been open 24-7 since December the 1st. Marketplace's Sabri Benishore explains why. I'm here in front of the Toys R Us in Times Square. It is 1 a.m. the night before Christmas Eve. You could not tell it is 1 a.m. It is as packed as you would think it would be at noon. And I'm told it is going to stay this busy until 4 a.m. I picked up some uh, new Crayola crayons for my daughter so she could do some um, coloring. Romeo Thomas is shopping for his four-year-old. Um, I'm out here at 1 a.m. because um, I'm always a late shopper. I procrastinate a lot because I really don't know what I want. It's not that there are more procrastinators this year. It's that there was actually less time. There were fewer shopping days between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Teresa Williams is professor of marketing at the Kelly School of Business. She says there were six fewer shopping days this year because Thanksgiving came so late. On top of all that, Williams says, Toys R Us has an extra challenge this year. They didn't feel that there was a must-have toy this year. But this isn't just a Toys R Us thing. Kohl's, Kmart, and Target, among others, have extended hours, too. Kathy Granis is with the National Retail Federation. She says the holiday season accounts for 40% of some retailers' revenue. Consumers have indicated that they plan to spend less this year on holiday gifts, and so the economy has certainly put retailers in a mode where they have to compete, and these longer hours are certainly one of the ways that they look to compete. Of course, being open longer means someone has to work longer. Andrew Hardwick created a petition several years ago to ask Target to reconsider opening on Thanksgiving Day for the sake of its employees. It's really upsetting that we've reached a certain level in this country where if you are a low-wage worker at one of these jobs, our society has said, you don't deserve a holiday. But Williams at the Kelly School says many people she's spoken to haven't minded. Most of these hours are filled by part-time. For the folks that I talked to, they were grateful to have more payroll in their pockets at this time. The shopping marathon is coming to an end tonight. Toys R Us is closing at 10 p.m. I'm Sabri Benishore for Marketplace. Eight months ago, the 24th of April to be precise, a clothing factory in Bangladesh collapsed. 1,100 people were killed. It's been called the deadliest incident in the history of that industry. There is news today the families of those workers are going to get some financial help. Four of the retailers that bought from the factory have helped set up a fund that will pay out an average of $25,000 per household. Marketplace's Dan Weissman looks at what that will mean in a country where the per capita income is about $1,900 a year. First, 
If $1,900 sounds incredibly low to you, then Scott Nova has news. That's actually a lot more than the victims were making. The workers who were killed were making on average around six or $700 per year. He's the director of Workers' Rights Consortium, and he says Bangladesh has the world's lowest wages for garment workers. So does that make a $25,000 payout sound more reasonable? Obviously, it means a lot more there than it does here. At the same time, it's obviously not going to make anybody wealthy, even in the Bangladesh context. Especially because it's going to be paid out over the lifetime of survivors. Essentially, every year the families will get about half of what the worker would have earned. The U.S. government has several calculators that peg the value of a human life here. They start at $6 million. And what if you were just taking out a life insurance policy? They tend to say that an individual should have 7 to 10 times their income in coverage. That's Jack Dolan from the American Council of Life Insurers. He's citing figures from the financial planning industry. It's so hard, and some people would say... 